Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Queso Podcast, where we're going to talk with movers, shakers, and creative makers. I'm your host, Jennifer Perkins, a kitchen enthusiast who loves talking about the business of being creative, as well as the creativity behind running a business. Each episode, you're going to hear conversations with various inspiring hustlers, sometimes even enjoyed over a bowl of queso. I mean, it is an Austin, Texas-based podcast, after all. Hey guys, it's me, Jennifer Perkins. I am really excited to be here with you for the premiere episode of the Creative Queso podcast. Yes, I fully plan on having lots of exciting guests for you through this series, but I thought that I would kick things off because I have had a life change in 2019. I realize that I'm recording this on January 10th and you're like, wow, what's happened already in 10 days? But it's a biggie and it relates to a lot of you guys and a lot of resolutions and changes and all those kinds of things that comes with the new year. So, you know, I mean, I have the normal resolutions and the normal thoughts about the new year. Yes, I am watching the Marie Kondo show and organizing craft supplies and linen closets and all that stuff just as much as the next guy. But the big changes for me and my big resolutions are revolving around my business. In 2019, I had already planned to pivot away a little bit from crafts and then more towards creative queso. Don't worry. That does not mean that I am planning to not glue stuff to stuff, that I'm not going to decorate a bazillion Christmas trees, and that Halloween with Jen will not come full steam in the fall. All of those things are still going to happen. But in the back of my mind, I had had the wheels turning for a while now about pivoting more into the Creative Queso podcast. So this whole episode is going to be about pivot and changes, and what has happened to me in these 10 days of 2019, and how it relates to that, and how it might relate to you. I have five great tips about when I know it's time for a change, or time to kind of tweak things, and that might also resonate with you. Then I'm also going to discuss a few blocks that you might come up against when you're like, I know it's time for a pivot. I know I need to tweak my business this way. But, you know, what about this and what about that? So we're going to go over all of those things and come back full circle and talk about why sometimes within your business, change is a good thing. All right. So let me tell you a little story about what's happened to me so far this year. So I was handed a change or a sign or a spiritual nudge or whatever you want to call it in a really big way already in 2019. So like I said, you know, I already have creative queso in the back of my mind. I knew that my goal for this year was to really get things kicked off. It was just a matter of finding the time with all my other gigs. Well, last week I found out that my weekly Facebook live show for the DIY Network, which is called DIY This with Jennifer Perkins, was no longer going to happen. It's not because we broke up. I still love DIY Network and HGTV, and we're still going to work together. We have some super fun things planned. But I just found out, as, you know, all freelancers know how it goes. One day you find out, like, 
this isn't going to happen anymore. Sorry, it was fun while it lasted. And then you got to move on to the, to the next thing. That's just part of being a freelancer or a creative content designer. I don't care if you make crafts and decorate Christmas trees or if you're an illustrator, a jingle writer, a web designer, any of those things. Freelance is freelance. However, I didn't really look at this as a like, oh no, what am I going to do and start wringing my hands kind of thing. I looked at it like as a chance for me to really jump in headfirst into the Creative Queso podcast and for me to really, you know, pivot into this new endeavor. Like I said, it was like you know, the universe was trying to tell me something. They were like, we've been talking to you about this for like two years. And you keep saying, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I would do stuff like get a microphone, have the software, talk to people about producing the podcast. And I still wouldn't do it. There was something holding me back. And I just thought when this happened, this is it. I'm going to sit down in my dirty, yet to be Marie Kondo'd closet and record this premiere episode. I, you know, loved that book, Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. She also wrote Eat, Pray, Love. If you haven't listened to it, go download it right now. Tell them I sent you. And she kind of talks about this story about sometimes the muse is dancing around you and like trying to get your attention and you're just not paying to, you're not paying attention to it. And so, you know, I kind of thought like, I'm not paying attention to it. And if me having this like, one job that took up a lot of my time kind of fade off as a sign that I needed to fill that time slot with this other thing that's been in the back of my mind for a long time, then that muse was going to go dance over around somebody else. So I needed to take advantage of this opportunity. However, even though, you know, I sound all confident, like, yeah, that's totally what I need to do. Here's the thing about change and pivot. There's really a lot of conflicting reports out there for creatives and for people in general on the how, the whys, and the wins of a career pivot. You know, in my case, I'm not talking about a huge pivot, like going from a creative content designer over to algebra teacher. That would be a very, very bad career move for me and for any possible students that I might have. What I'm referring to is more of a pivot as a slight right turn. You know when you're like, you put on the map on your phone and you're going somewhere and sometimes it's like, take a right turn in three miles. And then other times it says like, take a slight right turn at the next light. A pivot in this instance, like for me for me and for you guys, I'm hoping, is I am talking in the instance of the slight right turn or the slight left turn, whatever it may be. I'm not, you know, I'm talking about going in a similar career trajectory, which is what's happening for me in this podcast, not starting life all over again. So if you're wanting to just start life all over again and go back to graduate school and start from scratch not the episode for you. If you're wanting to do something within your field, maybe a little differently or in a different way, keep on listening because I got some good stuff to talk about. You know, sometimes the right move is still within your field and you may just not realize it and you just need to shift a little bit and step back to see the forest for the trees. You know, the right move for you might not be a complete, you know, 360. It might be more of a 180. And that's what I'm talking about here. So 
My dad used to always quote Ralph Waldo Emerson, he still does, and say, a foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds. For me, one of the things that was holding me back about really jumping headfirst into this podcasting and into Creative Queso in general was... When do you know that your current career is a hobgoblin? You know, I realize like not everyone finds out that their weekly gig is ending in the exact same week they happen to record their first podcast episode. Like the stars don't always line up for people like that. I get it. They don't always line up like that for me either. So, you know, I would go back and forth a lot with myself and say, you know, is this the right thing? I don't know. Maybe. Could it be? I don't know. There was a lot of internal debate, which I know happens with a lot of us when we're thinking about doing something a little different and weighing the pros and cons of a pivot or a change. Another thing for me is I, you know, I joke that I have ADD, creative ADD, but I really do have ADD. So for me, you know, new endeavors and creative projects and opportunities and adventures are something that I really thrive on. Not everybody is that way. Sometimes it's like, OMG, I am so scared to do this new next thing. Even I don't care how many muses are dancing around me and how sparkly the universe is, like shouting it out in marquee lights that this is a thing I should do. It doesn't matter. Like change isn't always like great for some people. I'm lucky in that it is for me, but I, you know, want to remind you that, you know, each new skill set or each new fork in the creative road is there could be a really good thing. It's just knowing which one to pivot towards and take that slight turn is key. That's the key here. So I want to go over these five ideas that I've collected about knowing when to pivot. Like when is it a good idea? When is you know, when should you really start listening to yourself and those internal signals and those internal signs about like, yeah, I probably need to like, I don't know, you know, quit sewing dresses and start painting pictures or I need to, you know, quit drawing on my iPad and instead, I don't know, then start sewing dresses or baking donuts or whatever it is, you know? So, the number one thing that I know has happened to me more than once in my life is asking yourself, is a career that once made you happy now filling you with dread? And this is the example that I'm going to give. When you first started your Etsy store and you would hear that like ching on your app and you were so excited and you were like, yes, they love me. They like me. They really like me. And I can't wait to put their order together. And I'm just going to fold the tissue paper so lovingly and put this like adorable little vintage sticker in there and a piece of candy and, you know, write a handwritten note. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. So like maybe like at first you had that feeling about your Etsy store. And then after the 450th Etsy order, you hear that cha-ching and you're just like, ugh another order. I got to put that thing together. And then I got to go to the post office and oh, I'm out of envelopes. So I got to go buy some more. When you start to feel those feelings, people, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's probably a sign that you don't love your job as much as you used to. And maybe it's time to pivot. You know, when I made jewelry once upon a time, a long, long time ago, I was a full-time jewelry designer. And when I first got into that, you know, I had certain 
necklaces that I made or certain bracelets. Like there was style A, B, and C. And it was great when people first started ordering them. I was like, yes. And I was so grateful for every one of those Etsy orders. But then after a while, it was like, and then I'm making 100 A's, and then I'm making 100 B's, and then I'm making 100 C's, and then I'm making 100 A's. You know what I mean? It's like, what's that old commercial that was like, gotta go make the donuts? It was like the same thing every day. And really what that was is the redundancy of that production was a slow and painful death for my creativity. And I realized that, and I pivot. I pivoted and I started to transition into other things and it really saved me as far as being a jewelry designer back then. So number one is, is a career that once made you happy now filling you with dread? Go ahead, ask yourself that question. Stew on it, simmer on it, think deep thoughts about it. In the meantime, unless you want to hit pause and really make some notes, I'm going to move on to number two, which is, this is where being creative and also being business savvy is super important, people. Number two, you need to ask yourself, is the market shifting and changing? So, you know, pay attention to those things. Are your sales not what they once were? Are you not getting the interaction on a certain social media platform that you used to? Did you build your empire on unicorn crafts and then llamas took over and now sloths are edging their way in for the 2019 Animal of Du Jour? You need to pay attention to these shifts and changes within your market. I don't care if you paint pictures, if you make pottery, if you ice cookies, whatever it is, you need to pay attention to how things are shaking up. So like for me, even before I discovered that my weekly Facebook live series was ending, I mean, it did not take a rocket scientist to figure out that people's love of Facebook is really waning, right? You can't open the internet. You can't read the news without seeing like, I hate Facebook. I'm quitting Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Facebook sucks. And then people go, I love Instagram and it's owned by Facebook. And I get very confused, but that's a whole different episode and issue that I will talk about at a later date. Anyway, So people were getting all anti-Facebook, which means nobody's there or not as many people are there watching Facebook Live. So the love for the Facebook Live platform went down. So before I got the email, you know, maybe that's why I instinctively knew I really needed to ramp things up and get serious about this podcast because I saw the writing on the wall. I was paying attention to the shifts in the market, in the things that were happening around me. And you should too. You know, sit back and ask yourself, is Etsy just not working for you the way it used to? Is that one way that you always took out ads not having the same effect that it once did for you? Are those hashtags that you keep using over and over again on Instagram not paying off the way they once did? So, you know, just take a minute and make some notes and think about these shifts that are happening and changing in your market and maybe some ways that you could pivot to make it work again or better for you. All right. Number three is my favorite, and it's what I like to call the woo-woo way. And that means I'm talking like spiritual signs, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, sometimes you just get that nagging gut feeling about something like I did with the Creative Queso podcast, and you just really have to listen to it. You have to, like, pay attention to those internal cues and the things that someone or something or, you know, 
the universe is trying to tell you. No one knows you better than you. So if you keep coming back to something, trust your intuition. Like I said, if you can't quit thinking about an idea or a business, that's when you need to start, you know, taking some notes and reevaluating and wondering to yourself, like, do I need to pivot? Like, should I be going, you know, more in this direction for something? You know, like I said, I'd had creative queso in the back of my mind and then things just kept coming up and popping up. And, you know, instead of looking at that as a sign, like, well, maybe the universe is telling me not to do it because these other things kept popping up. You know, I thought of it like, no, this is an opportunity for me to have more time to research this endeavor and learn about podcasting and learn about interviewing skills for people. Like, you know, I looked at it that way, that that's what my sign was. You know, I was listening to those things that were happening and paying attention to the the signs around me, if you were. Not long ago, I was listening to the Jennifer Allwood show, Building Your Creative Business. It's another podcast, and it's really awesome to talk about a sign. I happened upon the episode about pivoting, and she talks about, like, for her personally, her you know, vision or knowledge or sign to pivot came from a higher power. So, you know, maybe for you, that means you need to meditate or go to church or, you know, charge your crystals, have your cards read or, you know, whatever it is that you do. Just trust yourself and, you know, listen to your woo-woo. Go the woo-woo way, you know. Don't don't underestimate that nagging feeling that you have about something that should be done in a pivot or a change that should be made in your business. All right, number four is a forced pivot. So sometimes you have no choice but to pivot. I, for instance, used to produce a successful craft bazaar and fashion show here in Austin called Stitch. I loved it. It was awesome. It was fun. It was big. We started at a coffee shop. Then we moved on to two separate venues. We sold out all of those. And the last year, we were at the Austin Convention Center. So that should give you an idea about the size and the scope. So I didn't pivot away or quit Stitch because it wasn't successful. It was exactly that. I pivoted because... I got pregnant and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So that is more of what I'm talking about is like a forced pivot or maybe you move or, you know, something like that happens. Uh, you know, or maybe, you know, another great example of that is you were making this like awesome living on something and the market has become completely saturated and now you just don't have any choice but to pivot away from that. I know I hear a lot of people that are blogging professionals talk about, oh my gosh, you know, my blog just isn't doing what it used to do and I'm not making money from it the way I used to. Well, then, you know, that's a forced pivot. You need to think of something different or another way to spin it or another way to change it so that you can make money. And then sometimes also there's forced pivots that happen because of like awesome things with your business. Sometimes your business grows and you were so used to putting together every single order and answering every single email and designing every single pattern. And it was so wonderful and you loved it that way. And then you just get to a place where you just can't do everything anymore. Like there's just no physical way, not enough hours in the day, all of those kinds of things. And you're forced to pivot and you're forced to change by maybe hiring some new people, which can be scary. I know I've done it many times. Or maybe you just need to farm some other things out that you've always done yourself, but there's no choice. You just have to, you know, hire someone else to do it. God bless virtual assistants. Like if you don't have one, let me tell you, you might just need one. So like I said, not all pivot happens because, you know, 
I don't know, you got knocked up or, you know, there's a sign or the market is shifting and changing. Sometimes like, you know, things just happen. Like you got to move or your business is like booming and you need help. So, you know, not all pivots and changes are bad or spiritual. Sometimes they're just plain old necessary. So number five, I am calling, are you by career curious? So maybe your business is going great. You are like totally rocking your Etsy. People are signing up for your newsletter like crazy. Your horoscope says you are right on track. However, you kind of like find yourself constantly listening to podcasts or reading articles and pinning things that are completely or maybe not entirely related to your booming current career. So a pivot does not necessarily have to happen for you because something negative has happened or you were forced to pivot or, you know, like by a life change. Sometimes you can pivot when you are at the top of your game. Remember, I am talking about pivot and changes in terms of a slight right turn or a slight left turn. Remember my analogy about the map on your phone? I'm not talking about a full turn. I'm not talking about like, hey, I'm making a million dollars a year on my lip gloss business. You know what I want to do next? I want to make pizza. I mean, if you want to be Gary Vanderchunk and, you know, have wine and like sell stuff on eBay that you found at a garage sale and be a business guru, you go and do you. But this podcast is about like slight turns, not major turns. And sometimes even if you are wildly successful, you want to make a little slight turn and try a little something new. And that's okay to be by career curious. So for instance, I talked about earlier that I used to be a full-time jewelry designer and I had that set list of things you could buy. Remember the part about me being bored, making the same things over and over again that got to make the donuts? Well, that was my bread and butter. So I'm not a fool. I kept that part going and alive. But at the same time, I began to pivot into what at the time I called revamp vintage jewelry. This was more handmade, one of a kind, used vintage parts, gave me an excuse to go thrift store shopping to the flea market. And that is what I was much more passionate about and I enjoyed much more. So I didn't get rid of that thing that was really successful. But what I did is I started to pivot and really, you know, push more the thing that I was more interested in and more passionate about. A pivot does not mean throwing the bathwater out with the baby. You can like baby steps into things that you are curious about. This this is really more where the idea of a side hustle comes in. A lot of people start side hustles when they're on, like at the top of their game or they already love their you know their day job or what they're doing just because you have a side hustle or you want to pivot doesn't mean that you hate your day job. You know, there's other reasons for all of these things. They might just be equally passionate about both things. So now that you know a few signs of, you know, when you might be ready for a career tweak or change, I want to talk about a few obstacles that might actually block you from moving forward. These are the things that just like you sometimes keep me up at night and I sit, you know, I don't have everything figured out. I still, I've been doing this for like 20 years in the creative industry, but I still lay in bed and ruminate and wring my hands. And sometimes I go, man, should I just get a day job? Wouldn't that just be easier? Just nine to five. And then I come home and it's done. Like, wouldn't I like that better? 
I do it too. So here are a few things that might be keeping you up at night when you are debating on whether or not you need a pivot or a change. All right, the first thing is, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, we all worry about what other people think about us. I don't care how enlightened you are. Somewhere in the back of your mind, if you're going to make a pivot or a career change, you're thinking to yourself, like, what does this say about me? What does this, like, pivot or change say about my business? Does it mean I'm a failure? There's always ego involved when you are freelance or you run your own business. I'm sorry, it's just a fact. There is, is, you know, for me, is me starting this podcast, is that giving the impression that this previous thing I did failed or it didn't work and that's why I'm trying something else? If you get stalled because of the negative talk on your journey, flip that story in your head. You know, that's what I do. I'm flipping it. I'm not, it's not, I'm not doing a podcast because something else failed. I'm just taking a slight turn on the road in my journey to try something new that's still, you know, right within the realm of the other things I do, you know. And even if it was because the previous thing failed, you know, don't forget what Elon Musk says, which is failure is an option here. If things are not failing, you're not innovating enough. Those are important words to think about, right? There's nothing wrong with failure. So just, you know, I'm not saying you're not going to think about it. Just don't let it prevent you from doing what you know in your heart you need to do. All right. Another thing I lay in bed, wringing my hands, worrying about is, will I come across as a DIY dilettante? Like, will people be like, man, there she is again. Since I've known that Jennifer Perkins, she's had about 700 million things she's done. She's, you know, taught business classes. She's hosted TV shows. She's done public speaking. Now she's got a podcast. Man, that girl, she just can't make up her mind. Is it that or... You know, are people going to think of you as multidimensional? Are you coming across as flaky, like someone who's constantly throwing creative and financial spaghetti noodles at the wall to see what sticks? You know, I look at it this way. In an industry like arts and crafts, it's not just fun to be multidimensional. Honestly, it's imperative to pivot and to change if you want to make a living in this industry. Craft trends change. Weaving and macrame was the hot yarn craft, but before that, it was all about arm knitting. And if you don't know how to do both and you don't know how to tweak and change, you're going to be in big trouble. Same thing. Like if you were all about the scrapbooks and you were a scrapbook company and that's all you sold were things for scrapbooks, if you are not pitching that paper as something that can be used in a planner, I'm sorry, but you're going to be looking for a new job really soon. Same thing with social media. It changes. Hello, Facebook Live. I am looking at you. And like who remembers things like MySpace or even Friendster? So, you know, that goes back to that saying about never build your business on rented property. So, you know, don't worry about being a DIY dilettante or people thinking you're flaky because you're trying lots of things. If you don't try lots of things and you don't really kind of expand your creative horizons and like who, I don't know who says it, the sayings about like always be learning, you're going to get left behind in this industry. So that's just something to always think about. All right. Another obstacle people come up on when they're trying to decide whether or not they should have a pivot, a turn, a career change, those kinds of things, is they come across self-doubt. And they think to themselves, 
am I qualified? So you may be wondering like, well, am I really qualified to do this? I mean, I know I started thinking about that when I came into doing this podcast. It's not, you know, applicable to everyone and everything. But in a case of someone like me, you know, I know that I tend to second guess myself and I know a lot of people do. So I wanted to just throw that out there. But, you know, you know the answers to that question. And so, you know, don't let yourself get all caught up on that and worry about whether or not you're the right person for that job. You know, we can all sit and tell ourselves like, who am I to tell people about this topic? You know, what if I don't know what I don't know? What if this fails just like the other things did? Well, you know, don't just abandon ship. Like so many people have said before, just do it, you know, do more research on it and learn how to do it as you go. You know, you're not teaching people like how to breathe. So if you don't teach it right, like there's a big problem for those people. You know, for me, I'm teaching people about my journey as a creative and as a business owner, and I'm going to talk to other people about that. So I, I fully intend and want to learn as I go. That's half the point of me doing this podcast. So, you know, in the end, you can go through all these reasons why you shouldn't, but no one knows when to pivot better than you know. I, I totally get it. You know, if you have some self-doubt, and I'm a Libra, so any other Libras out there, shout out to you. You know that our life is all about weighing pros and cons. It's a never-ending battle of should I podcast? Should I not podcast? Should I paint this blue? Should it have polka dots? I mean, really, there's never any answer. Which hot glue should I use? High temp, low temp, really. Being a Libra and being creative and like the ADD and having a minor in philosophy, it's a lot of issues for me. But like I said, it's a whole nother episode. It can go back and forth. That saying about like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. That doesn't always count for people like me. Sometimes you just need to go through all these things and ask yourself, you know, a few of these important questions about why do I want to pivot? Should I pivot? And am I not pivoting because of these other issues? You know, what I do know for sure is this. Sometimes the universe really does send you a sign. Sometimes you get that email and say that says, you know, this other thing isn't happening. Now your Thursdays are free and you can sit in your closet with no makeup on and you can talk into a microphone and you're like, hey, you know what? That really, that really is a good idea. You know, as Carl Jung would say, intuition gives outlook and insight. It reveals in the garden of magical possibilities as if they were real. So, you know, listen to that intuition. It could be, you know, trying to show you what's up in that garden that you need to be harvesting and you need to think, you need to be thinking about. Don't be scared you know, forced or not, I know change can be intimidating, even if it's a pivot, even if it's a slight, you know, right or left turn. I've been there. I've done that. I am coming to you live from my closet, doing it, pivoting as we speak. But, you know, think of it this way. Where would we be as crafters if Martha Stewart didn't transition from being a model into the creative, crafty maven that she is today. So think about things like that. Jenny Blake, the author of Pivot, The Only Move That Matters is your next one, said a purposeful shift in a new related direction is really what a pivot is. So think of it as a purposeful shift, right? Like I said, I'm not talking about complete career changes. We're not throwing baths out with the baby water. I'm talking about like, a little bitty shift in what you're already doing and what your systems are and to make things 
better or to augment things that you're already doing. That is what we are talking about here in terms of a creative career pivot. And that is the way I am looking at this life change for me. Sure, this one chapter of my life as the host of DIY This with Jennifer Perkins has closed, and I loved it, and it was great, and it was awesome, and I'm going to do lots of other fun things for DIY Network and HGTV. But like I said, it's Thursday. Right now, I'd be setting up my tripod, getting ready to go live, and instead, I get to hang out and sit and talk to you. That was the universe telling me, you've got Thursdays free. You don't have any more excuses. You need to do that. So guys, what I want you to take away from this is thinking, is there a pivot in your future? Or, you know, maybe you're just happy as a clam with the current status quo of the way things are going for you. I want you to also remember there is not a right or a wrong answer to that question. In the end, you just need to trust yourself to know whether or not a pivot or a change is right for you and your creative career. Thanks for listening, guys. 